Welcome to the Artificial Intelligence Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Huang. I talk anything and everything that has to do with AI, ML, and data science. So when you guys are choosing your cloud platforms, you want to keep the machine learning code that you're writing as close as possible to the data to keep the latency low. So the ideal case for very large data sets is to build the model where the data already resides. So there's no mass data transmission that's needed. Um, so let's go over some databases, um, eight of them that support internal machine learning and let's see how they do it. So the first one is Amazon Redshift, which is a managed petabyte scale data warehouse service designed to make it simple and cost effective to analyze all of your data using your existing BI or business intelligence tools. It's optimized for data sets ranging from a few hundred gigs to a petabyte or more, and it typically costs less than $1,000 per terabyte per year. Now, Amazon has this thing called Amazon Redshift ML, which is designed to make it easy for SQL users to create, train, and deploy machine learning models using simple SQL commands. The create model command, uh, which is a typical SQL command um, within Redshift, defines the data to use for training and um, the target column. And then it passes the data to Amazon SageMaker Autopilot to uh, train through like an S3 bucket in the same zone. So after um, AutoML training, Redshift ML compiles the best model and then registers it as a prediction um, SQL function in your Redshift cluster. Um, you can then invoke the model for inference by calling the prediction function within a select statement. So, um, you know, to sum up everything, uh, Redshift ML uses um, SageMaker's autopilot to automatically create prediction models from the data you specify through a SQL statement, which is then extracted to uh, uh, an S3 bucket. So then the prediction function is found, uh, uh, th that's found is registered in the Redshift cluster. The second type of database uh, we're going to look at is Blazing SQL, which is a GPU accelerated SQL engine built on top of the Rapids ecosystem. So it exists as an open source project and also a paid service. Um, Rapids is a suite of open source software libraries and APIs, uh, which is incubated by NVIDIA that uses NVIDIA's CUDA and is based on the Apache Arrow uh, Columnar um, memory format. So CUDF, which is part, uh, which is a part of Rapids, is a Panda-like GPU data frame library for loading, joining, aggregating, filtering, and doing, uh, you know, data manipulation. Dask which is an open source tool that can scale Python packages to multiple machines is used. So um, Dask uh, can distribute data and computation over multiple GPUs, uh, either in the same system or in a multi-node cluster. 
So Dask is already integrated with Rapids uh, CUDF, XGBoost, and Rapids CUML for uh, GPU accelerated data anal uh, analytics and machine learning. So to sum everything up, um, Blazing SQL uh, can run GPU accelerated queries on data lakes in Amazon's S3 buckets, then passes the remaining, uh, the resulting data frame to CUDF for data manipulation, and then finally performs uh, machine learning with Rapids, um, XGBoost, and CUML, um, and also like deep learning with PyTorch and TensorFlow. The third uh, database that we're going to look at is Google Cloud BigQuery, uh, which is, uh, so BigQuery is, a, is Google Cloud's managed petabyte scale data warehouse that lets you run analytics um, through really large amounts of data in close to near real time. So Big uh, BigQuery ML, which is a service, lets you create and uh, execute machine learning uh, models in BigQuery using SQL queries. So BigQuery ML supports um, linear regression for forecasting, uh, binary and multi-class logistic regression for classification, uh, k-means clustering for data segmentation, matrix uh, factorization for creating product recommendation uh, systems, time series for performing time series forecast, um, uh, which also includes like taking a look at anomalies, seasonality, holidays, um, actually boost classification and regression models. Uh, you can also do TensorFlow based deep learning neural networks for classification and regression models, LML to uh, LML tables and TensorFlow model, uh, importing. So you can use, um, a model with data from multiple big query data sets for training and for prediction. So big uh, query ML does not extract the data from the data warehouse. Uh, so you can perform feature engineering with uh, big query ML by using uh, the transform clause in the create model statement. So to um, sum up everything, BigQuery ML brings a lot of power of uh, GCP's um, Google Cloud machine learning into the BigQuery uh, data warehouse with uh, SQL syntax without extracting the data from the data warehouse. The next type of database we're going to look at is IBM's DB2 warehouse, um, which is on the cloud, uh, and it's a managed public cloud service. So you can um, set up IBM DB2 warehouse on-premise with your own hardware or in your private cloud. So as a, a data warehouse, it includes features such as um, in-memory data processing, columnar uh, tables for online analytical processing. Its technology uh, provides a really robust set of analytics that are designed to efficiently bring the query to the data. So a, a range of libraries and functions help you get the precise insight you need. Um, so DB2's warehouse supports um, in-database machine learning in various languages like Python, R, and SQL. The um, IDAX module uh, contains analytical uh, stored processes, including um, 
uh, analysis of variance, association rules, data transformation, decision trees, diagnostic measurements, um, discretionary, um, uh, what was it, uh, uh, moments and, and, and k-means clustering, k-nearest neighbor, linear regression, uh, metadata management, uh, native bay classification, principal component analysis, uh, what's another one, probability distribution, uh, random sampling, regression trees, sequential patterns and rules, blah, blah, blah. So it, it, it does a lot of stuff. Um, so in summary, you know, IBM DB2 warehouses include a really wide range of in-database SQL analytics that includes some basic machine learning functionalities, um, plus in-database support for languages like R and Python. Um, so the next um, database we're going to look at is uh, Kinetica, which is, uh, so Kinetica's uh, streaming data warehouse um, uh, combines historical and streaming data um, analysis with location intelligence and AI within like a single platform. And that's all accessible through an API and SQL. So Kinetica is, is, is really fast and it's distributed in Calmer and is memory first. Um, and it's also a GPU accelerated uh, database um, with filtering, visualizations and aggregation functionalities. So Kinetica integrates uh, machine learning models and algorithms with uh, your data for real-time predictive analytics at scale. And it allows you to streamline your data pipelines and then, you know, and, and, the, and the life cycle of your analytics. Um, and also like machine learning models and data engineering and also uh, it helps you calculate features uh, with, with streaming uh, models. So Kinetica provides a full lifecycle solution for machine learning accelerated uh, models through GPUs. Um, it's got a managed um, Jupyter Hub notebook, um, the model trainings through Rapids, and also it's, uh, it has an automated model deployment and inference, inferencing uh, in the Kinetica platform. So to sum everything up, Kinetica, you know, it, it provides a full in database lifecycle solution for machine learning accelerated uh, by GPUs and can also calculate, uh, calculate features from streaming data. The next um, database is the Microsoft SQL Server, uh, which is also formerly known as Microsoft SQL Server Machine Learning Services, supports um, multiple languages like R, Python, Java, and the predict TSQL command, and um, also the RX uh, predict scored uh, procedure in the SQL Server RDBMS, um, and also Spark ML in um, SQL Server uh, big data clusters. So in the R and um, Python languages, Microsoft included several packages and libraries for machine learning. So you can store your trained models in the database or externally. Um, Azure SQL managed instances supports um, machine learning services for languages like Python and R as a preview. Uh, Microsoft R has extensions that allow you to process data from disk as well as from memory. 
So SQL Server provides an extension framework so that uh, languages like R, Python, and Java can use SQL Server data and functions. Um, SQL Server big data clusters run SQL Server, Spark, and HDFS in Kubernetes. So when SQL Server calls Python code, it can in turn invoke um, Azure Machine Learning, which is the, the, the service, and then save the resulting model in the database for use um, in predictions. So in summary, um, you know, the current versions of SQL Server can train and infer machine learning models in uh, multiple programming languages, which is pretty awesome. The next database is Oracle um, or Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, o OCI, uh, which is a managed and serverless uh, platform for data science teams to build, train, uh, manage uh, machine learning models using Oracle Cloud uh, which is the uh, Oracle Cloud's infrastructure. Um, it includes uh, Python-centric tools, libraries, packages developed by the open source community, and the Oracle Accelerated Data Science, uh, or otherwise known as ADS library, which supports end-to-end um, -end life cycles uh, of predictive models. So you can do like data acquisition, profiling, preparation, visualization, uh, feature engineering, model training, which is done through Oracle AutoML, um, model evaluation, exp explanations, uh, interpretations, which is uh, through Oracle MLX, and then model deployment um, to, to Oracle functions. So um, OCI, uh, you know, data, data science integrates with the rest of Oracle's cloud infrastructure stack, which includes uh, functions, uh, data flow, autonomous data warehouse, and object storage. So, um, you know, models can, uh, that are currently supported include um, Oracle um, AutoML, Keras, Scikit-Learn, XGBoost, and uh, ADS uh, Tuner, which is used for hyperparameter tuning. Um, ADS um, also supports machine learning um, explainability uh, through its MLX, which is pretty awesome. So, you know, to sum up everything, um, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure can host data science resources, uh, which is integrated with its data, uh, data warehouse, um, and also do objects store and functions, and allows for full model development lifecycle. So the last um, database that we're going to look at is Vertica. Um, otherwise known as Vertica Analytical or Analytics Platform, which is a scalable columnar storage data warehouse. So that runs in two modes. Um, the first is Enterprise, which stores data locally in the file systems of nodes that make up the database. And then there's EON, which uh, stores data communally for all compute nodes. So Vertica uses massively parallel processing to handle petabytes of data, and it does its machine learning internally uh, through uh, parallel data um, optimizations. So it uses um, eight built-in uh, algorithms for data preparation. There's uh, three regression uh, algorithms, uh, four classification 
algorithms, two clustering algorithms, and several model uh, management functions. And it also has this ability to, uh, to import TensorFlow and PMM, PMML models, which are trained elsewhere. So once you have a fit uh, or you, know, you, you import a model, you can then use it uh, for a prediction. So Vertica also allows user-defined extensions, which are programmed in different languages like C++, Java, Python, or R, and uh, you can use SQL syntax for both training and inference. So to sum everything up, uh, Verka it's a, it's a, it has a pretty nice set of machine learning algorithms that are already built in. You can import TensorFlow and PMML models, and uh, it can also uh, do predictions from imported models as well as its own model. So all all eight of these databases support doing machine learning internally, which is awesome. Um, the exact mechanism varies and some are more capable than others. So if you have um, so much data that you might as well uh, otherwise have to fit models on a you know sample subset, um, then any of these databases might help you to build models from the full data set without incurring a lot of serious overhead for data export. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can contact me at tonyphoang.com for more information on AI, ML, and data science.